calling all queens It's time we live out our dreams It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing and hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and all my queens cause we know we are worthy It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing the hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and my queens because we know we are worthy Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the 30 Girl Podcast. It's your girl, Keisha Joe, And today with us, we have an amazing guest, Miss Macy Shuhart. Hey, Macy. Hey, Keisha. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, I'm so excited. Can't wait for the listeners to learn more about your business and who you are. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself and your business. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm Macy. Um, my business is kind of revolved around like natural herbs uh and supplements that heal the body so um I was originally looking for a supplement brand that I could trust um and I couldn't really find one a lot of them use like additives and fillers and aren't as connected with their products so that Mm -hmm. led me to creating my brand which is called Ancient Bliss um and it's just backed by like indigenous wisdom it's organic alkaline herbs and everything is just made for modern day culture to help you heal the body in a natural way yes I love that I love your name also it has a lot of power behind it ancient bliss I love that (laughs) thank you so um I know a little bit about your journey but I do want you to talk about how you were in this jungle learning and um you know, crafting. So I were you always interested in starting your own business or was this something that came along when you started working on yourself? Yeah, so I definitely always was an entrepreneur. Um, my first business was in the sixth grade and it was called Smiley Sunshine. Okay. <laughs> and I was shipping out um, products on MySpace to people like overseas. And my parents were just like, what are you doing? Uh (laughs) So it definitely started young. Um, I will say, though, I like definitely didn't know what I was doing. And I lost a lot of that once I got into school, like the education system. I feel like I got really disconnected from the whole entrepreneurial side of myself. Hmm. Interesting. Because I feel like they, although they go hand in hand, I definitely can see where we kind of lose ourselves once we start, you know, once we get on another path. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it is. So I feel like that came full circle for you once you figured out what you wanted to do. And then you were able to go back and get that education to um, help perfect your craft. Or that was solely, you know, focused on what you really were passionate about yeah definitely it definitely takes a while too I feel like you're like pressured to kind of figure out what you want to do at a young age and Mm -hmm. 
I like I feel like a lot of people but I personally did not know like what I wanted to do for a while so yeah what's so crazy to me is that you said you started selling on MySpace girl now when I was on MySpace I was just so focused on my top eight you know decorated my page (laughs) um put a music on there things like that you had a whole business going I think that's amazing and I feel like uh, a lot of the people who have that entrepreneurial itch it happens like at an early age, like you said, whether we act on it or not, I feel like you either have it or you don't. Um, I started a business a long time ago as well. And it's just something that's always like been in me. So I knew very early on that I like, I couldn't work for anyone else but myself. I wanted to do my own thing, even if it was on the side. So um, at what point in time did you make your passion, um, your business, your lifestyle? Yeah, so I I basically had a sales job um, in last November 2021 uh, during COVID. It just, I was really over it at that point. It was very, like, time-consuming. I felt like, I felt like I was, like, just working really crazy hours, but not ever going to get ahead because the pay was, it was like decent, but it wasn't something that I felt like I could fully live off of. Um, Mm -hmm. And just like the job, I felt like I had a lot of energy and I wanted to sell, but I didn't feel connected to what I was selling. Um, And it just wasn't like the best, I'd say, work environment for me. Um, And so I was like, okay, like, I'm selling to other businesses. If all these people have businesses, like I can, I think I can have a business. Like, I think I can do this. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I mean, that was really more, I guess, the beginning of last year. I had that realization probably like in the summer. And so I started building a company at my last job. Um, Really had no idea what I was even going to sell. I just started with like the brand name, like finding a name, finding a logo, just kind of like putting a lot of vision out there and like mm-hmm. journaling and like just putting a lot of energy into it. Um, and once it came to November, I was like, okay, I'm quitting my job. I'm just going to go for this, like do or die. <laughs> like I'm yeah. just going to do it. And then after that, I just went on it full time and everything just kind of started coming together like each new day. So, yeah. And that's literally how it goes. You you can't think think about it. And for a long time, I knew for myself, I knew that I probably wasn't going to be in corporate America for a very long time, but I didn't know when I quit that that was going to be it for me. I didn't even know I was quitting when I quit until the day, until <laughs> the day totally that I, so until the day I was giving them my two weeks. <laughs> um, I and that. I feel like energetically, I was being pushed. A lot of things had started to like, just the anxiety of it all leading up to that now like in hindsight looking back I was actually preparing myself from the inside for what I was about to do on the outside because just it wasn't aligning with where I wanted to be and who I was and it was causing like so much strife in my life so unfortunately or fortunately let me take that back the job was just (laughs) one of the things that had to go that structured um you know nine to five Um, position that I was so dedicated to and I just took all of that energy and put it into myself Um, and like you said you you perfect it as you go along and it's not easy we're not here to make it sound easy 
at all because it is not I'm sure you've had some ups and downs um and I do want you to talk about that so after you quit you moved to Hawaii no actually I went to Hawaii before my job okay yeah um and that was the weird thing because when I went into like to Hawaii I felt very aligned like I knew I wanted to do something with herbal medicine I Mm -hmm. knew I wanted to like be a creator and have my own um do something in the world as like a community that I felt like strongly about. But when I moved back, I feel like I slipped a little bit out of that with like COVID and everything. Yeah. And I had that mindset, like I need a job, like I need a salary, all that. Um, but going to Hawaii beforehand was what really built that like inner desire of knowing what I want to do. And like, just that it was like the seed kind of, I just wasn't ready if that makes sense mm-hmm. I understand completely yeah um so did you go back when you were in those times where things weren't going the way that you wanted them to and you know we need money to survive I think all entrepreneurs hit that that stage where it's just like okay this ain't working out the way that I wanted it to what am I what am I going to do <laughs> it's kind of like do I go back to what I know where where I'm comfortable or do I stay the course yeah, no, totally. Um, and I think that I had like a lot of passion and desire when I was there, but I didn't have like the kind of like we talked about earlier, the structure, I guess, as mm-hmm. far as like the understanding of business, like how to make a plan, like uh, the ability to sell. I never even had a sales job before that. And so I think that having that nine to five for a little bit really gave me those like foundation I needed to understand how business worked which I'm really grateful for yeah um because I think it takes two things I think you have to have that passion and desire but I also think you have to have like that financial like like the discipline and like the knowledge like that in your business absolutely and I, I say the same thing I felt like I wouldn't be able to run my business had I not worked in corporate America and so it's so true. crazy because I, I've taken bits and pieces of everywhere I worked, whether it was going back to, you know, high school and working customer service or even fast food, just that fast pace, knowing everything, all the functions of from fries to front line <laughs> to everything. Um, so I agree. Um, it definitely helps. So talk more about your business and what you study introduce us to ancient bliss yeah so ancient bliss is an organic herbal supplement company it doesn't have any additives or fillers which are found in a lot of supplements and those can like block absorptions they can be hard on the stomach they can cause like a lot of side effects so it's definitely a super clean brand um And I like to incorporate herbs that were used in indigenous culture for like tens of thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like to focus on alkaline herbs. So I don't know if you've heard of like Dr. Zabi. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So those are herbs that haven't been modified by man. And so that's kind of what brings the whole like ancient bliss aspect into it. It's it's like the pure herbs that our ancestors used like back in the day. So learning to like heal different conditions in the body with natural remedies is kind of what ancient bliss is all about. Um, And 
it like one of our biggest sellers that I think is super powerful is we call it berberine mm-hmm. um have you heard of that before no okay so it's super cool um for people who are pre-diabetic or they are diabetic type 1 and type 2 even people with like high cholesterol levels or high blood pressure this is a natural herb that we incorporated a couple other ingredients with um like cinnamon and bitter melon and green tea but basically it reduces blood sugar naturally so insulin levels um and it's super cool for people who are on prescription diabetes medications or like metformin insulin stuff like that because it's really expensive i think a bottle of insulin is like four hundred dollars for like a couple weeks or something like that yeah that's Um, crazy yeah and it's crazy because the people who invented insulin literally said we're gonna charge a dollar so everyone can have access to this medicine because they need it Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where my whole brand really comes in and what I feel strongly about is giving people the power back to naturally heal themselves and not have to rely on these big monopolized like pharma giants. So so I've um, become more familiar of, you know, the healthy living alkaline Dr. CB. Um, once I started my spiritual journey, not that I needed, or let me say that because all of us need herbs, we should definitely be taking daily supplements, vitamins, all of those things. And even the food that we eat, understanding what it does to what parts of the body and how it helps us. Um, but I had a cousin um, who was also a guest on the podcast who had cancer. And she decided to not do chemo or radiation. She actually went to an herbalistic um, treatment. Um, and decided to do it that way and she actually taught she came back and like taught all of us that there were so many different ways to heal the body naturally versus like you said going through these monopolized companies racking up all these medical bills Um, why do you think people are so afraid to is is it the lack of knowledge um first of all that's amazing about that person on your podcast Mm -hmm. uh that's super cool to hear I think that yeah the way that we're raised I feel like is to I feel like we're raised to not like trust our bodies basically we're like said if you're sick go to a doctor if you um you know like follow the food pyramid um Mm -hmm. just like do what you're told I feel like that's the way the education system is really created around and So I think people don't have that innate trust that I really saw in people and when I was in Hawaii, like that was the most magical and inspiring thing to me. I was like, wow, these people, like they have like a deep understanding of their body and what they need. And it's, I think that we all are born with that. I just think it gets like muddled Mm -hmm. through the education system. Watered down. (laughs) They turn us into, they turn us into robots. (laughs) (laughs) yes so uh, where are you located now I am in New York at the moment okay are you born and raised or from New York no I was born in Texas okay so you came from the south to the north living in Hawaii um, in the in that remote jungle how did you how did you find that 
Like, where did you, for anyone that's listening, that's like, hey, I want to go learn, you know, holistic medicine. I want to live in a jungle (laughs) just to experience (laughs) that. How do you find that type of experience? Um, it's so funny when I get asked this question, because like, I don't even I really don't even know how it happened. Uh, (laughs) I was just on Google one day, like with my coffee, just going ham on Mm -hmm. the the keyboards. Um, I do know like Big Island was where I was. And that's a really good place. I think for people who are interested in like learning and immersing themselves in nature, I think it's an amazing opportunity to better understand what you want to do. There's no like TVs or like really distractions in that type of environment so it Mm -hmm. it really like connects you with yourself I think um and I mean it's definitely was a unique experience we like peed outside and it was different Mm -hmm. for sure (laughs) like but I think just finding like a community um which are huge in Hawaii so a community or a like workaway program or somewhere where you can go like plant crops and just like live even like a week is an amazing experience yeah it sounds like it it definitely (laughs) does it sounds fun so um what other products do you offer for you know people who may not be suffering from any type of illness but it's something that we could take you know on a daily basis like I was saying those vitamins and daily supplements we do need yeah so my favorite is sea moss okay um familiar I'm sure you've heard of that yes (laughs) yeah so it's sea moss and bladder rack those are two seaweeds that have been used for like thousands of years in island cultures and they actually provide you with 102 minerals your body needs to function so with like and like the food not being as potent as it once was we're highly deficient in minerals um Mm -hmm. And so by incorporating those back, it's known to promote energy. It's good for libido. That's why they always say that island men are like <laughs> good lovers. Yes. The sea moss. <laughs> Interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that's a really big one. And then uh, we have quercetin. And that's one I think. A lot of people might not have heard of, but it's amazing for allergies. Like I have the worst asthma and allergies of my life mm-hmm. and I take that every day and my sinus infections are like gone. Like it's awesome. <laughs> okay. Yep. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We will link her information in the description box and also on our social media platforms for anyone who's interested in ancient bliss products, but I'm sure you have a website um, where they can find you. Yeah. Just ancientbliss.com. Yes. So I do like to ask the listeners, the podcast is called the 30 girl podcast. Um, I like to always mention that the 30 and 30 girl is not about age. It is about lifestyle. I feel like, um 30s is that time of your life that decade of your life where you're actually um living in your true truest form or working on things that will get you there um 20s you know we're still trying to figure it out and you know at 21 and even 18 we thought we were grown we thought we we knew what was going on in life but we were still experiencing a lot of things 
30s is kind of like setting setting the tone, setting the foundation. So at what point in your life do you feel like you hit that 30 girl done where you knew what you wanted, um, you were going to get it and be yourself, your true self unapologetically? That's a great question. Um, and especially what you said, like being 21 feels so far away from, like, I don't even know myself then. That's yeah. like crazy to think about. Um, but I think, I think once I quit my job and just was like, all right, like, Nisi, we're going to do this. Like, we're going all in. Like, it made me feel like a connection back to my inner child again that I hadn't had in a really long time. Um, where I was just like, I'm going to just do me. Like, I'm going to just follow it and see what happens and believe in mm-hmm. myself. And I think that was a huge turning point for me. Um, I still feel like I'm not there yet. I still feel like in a couple of years, I'm going to look back and be like, wow, like, I don't even recognize myself. Then. Yeah. yeah. So I'm always like growing and learning. But that was a big pivotal moment in my life for sure. It was. And it is something um, very hard to do. It's like I said, easier said than done. Walking away from that structure, that discipline, like, hey, I know every week, every two weeks, twice a month, whatever, I'm going to be getting this amount of money. I'm going to wake up at this time, you know, and do the same thing for those five to six days a week. Um, Stepping out of your comfort zone is not an easy thing. And I'm, I'm honestly going to say that it's not for everyone either. You, you really have to have it in you and not get discouraged along the way because there will be a lot of times like you discussed where it's just like, okay, look, this is not even, is this real? Is this really my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. So is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners in regards to uh, manifestation? I'm sure that you've been in tune with yourself and how just loving yourself and self-care is important in both your lifestyle journey and business journey? Yeah. um, I think it's super interesting because I really read a lot of books, which was like really helpful for the journey as well. Um, Just a lot of like self-growth books, like manifestation books, some old classics. And I think manifestation and mindset are really the same thing I think it's just all about just being positive and visualizing success just like seeing like a positive outcome basically Mm -hmm. um and I think it's crazy because I really like embodied that just from the books I had read and I felt like it's like a force of energy that just carries you to where you want to go um because I didn't really know what I was doing like I said I just was taking it day by day putting energy into it and I don't know how to do like anything business related like Mm -hmm. I don't know how to like be a graphic designer I don't know how to build websites like start email campaigns like I was so like if I would have thought of all of that at first it probably would have overwhelmed me and made me not want to carry out my vision um but I think that just by focusing on what I could do and visualizing my desired outcome the Mm -hmm. universe god whatever uh like brought everything I needed in order for it to come to fruition so 
kind of like with all the stuff I built my business on, it was all like outsourcing um, Mm -hmm. through like apps online. And I just felt like all of the right like pieces were perfectly put in my life in order for this to become a thing, which is really crazy looking back on. Yeah, I'm sure. You you look back like, okay, how, how did I even do that or get here, get to where I am? Um, yeah and I get asked this question a lot and it's how do you manifest how do you manifest how do you how do you be spiritual (laughs) because I think people want it but um, they miss the core of what it actually is like you said visualizing what the end goal is and put it in that effort and energy I still go back to faith without works is dead you can't um, just ask for something and then not put any muscle behind it. Um, but I would love to hear what your definition of what manifestation actually is. And for anyone that's listening, how and they're wondering how to manifest, can you give them some tips? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think like, kind of, yeah, I think the word manifest is pretty played out. It seems like it's some crazy out of reach thing sometimes, mm-hmm. but and it's intimidating. Like, I remember when I first was learning about it, I was like, oh, my God, like, these people are, like, and this is so interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's just visualization. I think it's, like, everybody has manifesting, like, ability, power already in them. I think it's reconnecting with your inner child self. Um, kind of like when you were a kid and you saw, like, a dancer on TV and you were like, I'm going to be a dancer. And so Mm -hmm. you start like playing music in your room on your speaker and you start practicing dancing and you start thinking of yourself as a dancer and you just like embody what your desire is. Um, You don't know how you're going to get there. You don't think about like what I need to do. That stuff definitely is important, but I think it follows. So I think just having a vision, a clear vision of what you want, and just closing your eyes and any moment you have throughout the day, it doesn't have to be a set time, but as much as you can, just feel yourself that way that you imagine yourself to be or what you want, like feel that you already have it. Mm-hmm. And if you can embody that long enough, then the universe will start bringing different outcomes in your life, different opportunities to you. and. I think the key at that point is just being open to it and looking for it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Don't let fear, don't let fear stop you. Um, yeah. It's a big part. It is. And we are, it's, it's just going like going back to the saying, you are what you eat. That is very true. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you, you are what you attract. So if you exude positive energy, if you're showing up every day as the person you want to be, that's, that's going to be what you attract like-minded individuals better opportunities that align with your purpose um just everything that you want is going to start sticking to you like glue um and it's it's like you said it's just gonna things fall in your lap and I don't want it to make it sound that easy but once you're on that journey like it literally happens that way um and like you said looking back it's like I don't even know and you know how it's because you put in the work you did the work um and you manifested it, that intimidating word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think it builds up like momentum. When you start getting opportunities, you start meeting people, then it makes 
putting in the work really easy because you're just mm-hmm. excited and it is like an it's like the taking you through a path of a path of like least resistance yep so i agree yes well congratulations on all of your success um with ancient bliss and thanks for sharing your story with us yeah thank you so much for having me and i love your story as well thank you we were actually chatting um you guys before this and we were just you know doing our little our little girl talks and um I was telling her that her story like really grabbed hold of me living in the jungle and then everyone that's been listening to the podcast know that I'm definitely in my zone spiritually um so I love connecting with other people like I said this was also one of those connections where she found us online um and here she is on the podcast so hopefully um and i'm sure it will be a positive for for you just as well as it is for us so thank you for joining definitely (laughs) yeah so go ahead and let the listeners know where they can find you online social media how can they get in contact with you and where can they purchase your products yeah so we're online www.ancientbliss.com and we also are on Amazon, so that's really what we're selling through right now. So if you type in Ancient Bliss, our products will come up. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram's super fun. Um, it's just ancient.bliss. And yeah, all of our other socials are on the website, so you can see them there. Yes, I love it. And it stands out. There is no other Ancient Bliss out here, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> you, park, you pack a hard punch with that name. Um, and the products look amazing just by looking at packaging and all of that. So I'm super excited for you and congratulations. We're going to have to have you back on so you can give us the tea on how to get products on Amazon for anyone. That oh, my God. We could do a, yeah, we could do a marketing, <laughs> you know, uh, what do they call that? E-commerce. Is that e-commerce? Yeah. Yeah, e-commerce. it is. It is. <laughs> look. That's not my scope at all. I need people like you to tell me all about that stuff. So thank you for having Oops, sorry. Thank you for joining us. And thank you all for listening.